Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Mandy, are you ready for some sequels? You ready for some sequels? So ready. Oh, I'm ready, too, because we are <laughs> we're continuing on our, our sequel month uh, by going back to episode 67 and reviewing Pet Cemetery 2. That one came out in 94. What was the other one? 89, 88, something like that? Oh, 92. Came out in 92. Yeah, this one came out in 92. The last one, I'm trying to remember if it was 89. It was it was 80s. It was tail end 80s from well, what I remember. Well, no, you said 94 for this one. No, I said 92 for this one. I, th I think you said 94. I read it right there. 92. I, I That's why I have it on the, on the list. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this one just because I remember this one from... This was one of those movies that I finally watched on Sci-Fi Channel. We didn't have cable when I was growing up because we just didn't want to have cable. Uh, and then we finally got cable, and immediately the Sci-Fi Channel was the one thing that I would watch. So I saw all the old... That's totally right up your alley, so that yeah. makes sense. So, and then this one was on. I was like, oh, you can have horror movies that are kind of sci-fi too? What? <laughs> so that was, kind of blew my mind. Uh, thankfully, though, uh, in this one, um, we've got uh, Mary Lambert returning for her, uh, I, I don't know, she's doing, she did Pet Cemetery 1, but she also did Faces of Evil. She did uh, Urban Legends. And uh, La Isla Bonita, the, the video. La Isla Bonita. Madonna? No? Nope. Yeah, yeah. You'd recognize it if you heard it. Nope. Yes, you would. Not a big Madonna fan, babe. It's, it was the way. 90s. We all heard the Madonna songs. Okay, well. Last night I dreamt of San Pedro. No. I made you listen to the hard rock version. Uh, no. You know, you sit there and you're, you're telling me, and I, I will, I'll pull out a harmonica, I'll play like one pitch from it, and you'll be like, oh yeah, no, I remember that one completely. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but so this one is actually written by, uh, yeah, it's written, it's written by Richard Outen. I kept seeing it, and my mind was going, no, you're trying to say Outen, not written, but it's written by, by Richard, Richard Outen. Outen. There you go. Um, he actually did the uh, Little Nemo. Uh, animated series. Yes. You or can. not series, uh, animated movie. Mm -hmm. Which, so we have to thank him for pajama, chajama, pajama, whatever the heck he screamed when he was like laser beaming the, uh, the oh, forces of darkness. Oh, I don't remember what I, it was. I, I just love that whole thing because you're screaming like pajama repeatedly and then the glory of the sun reaches out and burns away the darkness. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, what? Pajamas? That's the power of pajamas. Uh, it was also, he uh, written uh, Journey 2. So if you remember. He wrote Journey 2. He wrote whatever. 2012 uh, yeah. Journey 2. Okay. Do you remember that movie with The Rock? No. Oh, actually, it's really ironic, though, because my, my sister, who has who has a pretty big thing for Vanessa Hudgens, apparently. I have no idea. But she's, like, super crushing on uh, Vanessa Hudgens. But she was in Journey 2. So, Vanessa Hudgens? Yes. So yeah. so it's so funny because my sister just brought up Journey 2. Just brought up, like, a couple of days ago. Oh, so it's super ironic, yeah. I like the fact that it's not, like, the journey or journey to the center of the earth. It's just Journey 2. Well, Welcome to Journey 2. I think it is Journey to the Center of the Earth. It might be. It might be supposed to be Journey to oh, the Center of the Earth, but it just journey says to. Journey 2. Yeah. Uh, he also did a couple of episodes of Adventures of Briscoe Ch County Jr. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we get to thank him for That's that one. That's one of your favorite shows. Mm -hmm. It's one of yours, too. Uh, it's not my favorite. Sorry. No, but you still like it. I like it because of Bruce Campbell. Yeah. 
well, this one is actually starring Edward Furlong. Uh, he of Terminator 2, although uh, I don't know how it works if he's no longer John Connor, if the world is being saved, or they, they changed it to like a Linksys trying to kill everybody or something like that. I don't remember what happened in that one. Uh, but he was also in American History X and Detroit Rock City. Uh, we've got the Kurgan showing up. That's right, Clancy Brown is in this one. Um, we do Clancy Brown, though, like a couple of times. We've seen him in a bunch of different things. So I'm going to just play this one up. Uh, what else was he in? Uh, Flubber. He was in Flubber. Yes, he was in Flubber. He was in uh, a movie that we just got to watch again recently, which was um, the one with Robocop. Frisco County, or not Frisco County Jr. Shit. Buckaroo Banzai. Yes. He is yeah. Rawhide in Buckaroo Banzai. Yes. There you go. Yes. Uh, he also was in The Borrowers. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Cowboys, Cowboys and, and Aliens. aliens. Yeah. yeah. He's also in John Dies at the End at like for like just five seconds. He shows up and he's just like, oh, hello, I'm Dimitri. And we were just like, whoa, Dimitri? Or like something. I don't even remember. But he was like supposed to be like Eastern European. So basically like he walks up and then two blondes walk up and hand him like a, a briefcase. And apparently there's a nuke inside. Oh, I don't remember yeah, how that worked. I don't remember. Uh, we also have, uh, starring in this one, is Anthony Edwards, Dr. Green, who is one of the, like, highest paid, uh, like, TV actors for the longest time when he was working on ER. One of my favorite guys. He's Goose from Top Gun. He's also Gilbert in Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, he was only, I think he was only in the first one. Like, he was, like, the younger, he was the other guy uh, for Revenge of the Nerds. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was also in Mr. North. Yeah, I just remember him as Goose from Top Gun. Okay. Well, I remember him as, uh, actually, the dad from the show. It's the one I remember him from. And also Dr. Green. Because he died, like, they gave him, like, a full, like, episode of dying. So oh, wow. he's on this, uh, it was the first time I ever heard um, the, the uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the one who plays uh, the ukulele version of Somewhere Other Over the Rainbow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're playing it, and he had, like, brain cancer. And he, like, at the very end, like, his wife is crying, who played, uh, the the girl who played his wife was the girl who plays River Tam in Doctor Who. And you'd recognize oh, her from other No, stuff. I know who River Tam is, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, they like, they got together, and it was, like, this big thing, and then, like, he was just like, oh, he's dying. And so he died for, like, an entire season. That's fucking awful. And, it, like, they finally had, like, the one episode where it's just him hanging out in, like, Hawaii and her, and then, like, one day she's, like, crying, and the bed is empty, and you're just like... Oh my god. Okay, let's change the oh, subject. It was That's terrible. fucking depressing. Uh we also have Darlene I can't was that Flugel? Darlan Flugel. Dar Darlan Flugel. Flugel. Flu I just said Flugel. Okay, we'll say the next word then. Darlan Flugel. Nanelia from Battle Beyond the Stars. Yes. We also have Lisa Waltz, who has been in, in a bunch of TV shows, including X-Files. Interesting. Yep. And then we have Sarah Trigger, who was Joanne in uh Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Who I think was one of the, uh, the princesses. Yeah. One of the princesses, yeah? Princesses. Yeah, man. Yeah, cool, man. man. Well, I don't know why we were also far in. Ah, best in the <laughs> islands. It's like, no, <laughs> no, it's a not. princess, man. That uh, was terrible. Uh, but uh, I, I'm excited about this one just because I... Have like, you ever I, seen this one before? Oh, yeah. Okay, long, okay. long ago. Oh, that's right. You did, but it has that. been like a billion years since oh, I've watched it. Oh, I've watched it recently. You're, you, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, well, when, when did you watch it without me? That's crazy. That's why I, I put this on the on the thing for sequels. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I, wait, 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 why were you been watching it with other people? What were you watching? What I, were you doing? Uh, what? I what was watching this. You were playing your freaking D&D night. Oh. Uh, so you watched Pet Cemetery 2? Uh-huh. I liked Pet Cemetery 2. 
I like I like it too. Just like uh, well, I like but, the uh, Return of the Living Dead. Is that the with the girl with the glass in her fingertips? Yes. Yeah. That Night of, that's uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Like part three. Part or something three. Like yeah. 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 I like that one too. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm I like you know I I'm glad you picked that one because that's also a zombie movie. Uh, so yes, this one is the continuation story of the Stephen King Pet Cemetery, misspelled, where uh, people you know drop off dead folk into a Micmac burial ground and uh, they come back, which is bad. Because sometimes, sometimes they... dead is better. Yep, sometimes dead is better. I tried to say it and I couldn't say you couldn't it. Couldn't do like it. That. Ah, was it because the ground is sour? So sour. <laughs> I don't think so we're bad. gonna be getting some more. All right. uh, Herman Munster for this one. No, he doesn't come back. No, but we do have we we have a chunky kid though, right? Uh, yeah. Edward Furlong is you know the He's thing the is friend of the other Edward Furlong the whole time is just Edward Furlong. He's, He's got just, the this is pre like him doing the drugs and and just you know not being able to do the extra movies. <laughs> it so. really is still him being John Connor. He is yeah. It, well, that's how he was in Brain Scan. Yeah. So, but let's see if this one's as good as we remember it. Watching it now, after we've watched what a hundred, so well, no, close to a hundred, uh, yeah, like different we're on horror like movies. Ninety-eight, ninety-seven, ninety-three, or something like that. No, I thought yeah. it was more than that. No, it's it's because you're counting the specials. Oh well, yeah, because those are still you can't count the shows. specials. They're not the number. Uh, you got to count the numbers. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and pause it here. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and pick it up. Uh, unfortunately, so this one we couldn't find anywhere really. So we're gonna have to rent it on Amazon. Uh, so if you uh, happen to know another place where you can pick up Pet Cemetery, share it. <laughs> I mean, it's not on Tubi, it's not on Shutter, it's not on Amazon. Prime. I'm sure it's it's doing the shuffle right now to where it's like it's probably on like it's in limbo right it's now. It's gonna be one of those like where it shows up on like six different things afterwards. Yeah, all uh, the same right after we do the show. It's probably on like stars or something like that. Yeah. Or, or, I'm surprised we don't have it though, honestly. But yeah, uh, I but, guess that's uh, one of those ones we gotta buy. Yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and rent it. We're gonna put a pause on this, and we'll come back and see how good it is. Yep, be right back. Hey, what are you doing? Getting things ready for mom. Mom's dead, Jeff. She doesn't have to be. Something strange. Now, I didn't think much about it until I saw him drag the body out of the coffin. Something ancient. Bury your own. Something evil. Was it your idea of a joke to send me blood from a dead animal? This dog is alive. Not this dog. Something terrifying is happening in Ludlow, Maine. Again. Pick up your family and get the hell out of that town. Cemetery 2. Jeff, honey. Father and I need to talk. Some stories just won't stay dead. And we're back. We're back. So, that was a lot of anxiety. <laughs> just, had, John had an anxiety attack while we were watching well, this Well, it wasn't an anxiety attack. It was, it was just, you know... I don't know. I, I guess back in the day, I, it was just easier for me to deal with animals getting killed. This time, I was just like, are the kittens going to die? And like, you know what was really funny, though? I, I had a problem with the dog dying. I had a problem with the cats dying. I had a problem with 
Uh, actually, that was pretty much it. The rabbits, not so much. I guess I see rabbits as food. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that's because that's, that's a that's like my family used to. My dad, you know, when you know he was younger, would raise rabbits, and it was for you know stew, and they, they were meat. And like to me, I guess that's still meat. But for I, some reason, I have no problem with it like that. But the the dog and the animals, I was just like, no, no, not the kittens. Are the kittens gonna die? Oh, what about that person? Does the kitten die? And yeah. You're just like, eh, the sad part is, I don't have any problems with any of the people dying, except for uh, the chunky kid and the mom. Chunky, like, well, that, that I had an issue with. But I I feel a little w- weird about the chunky kid just because it was just so quick on that but let's let's get into it and kind of as we go along because so we start off with um with john connor yeah so john connor's in uh hollywood Hollywood, uh with his mom (laughs) who was doing a terrible movie and then we see that uh unfortunately they didn't have the uh the the osha guy out there because uh due to water and uh electrical cabling mama gets zapped like a just a she gets flash roasted. It's, it's awful. Like she, she holds on to like a graveyard fence or something and it's in water and there was electricity. She gets barbecued. Crispy. It's, it's awful. And it's, it's like a good, so there's a lot of padding in this movie, but it's like the, the, the subtle padding, I would say. Yeah. Like it's still padding, but it's like, let's not, not like, let's have like a weird, you know, 20 minutes of somebody looking around the house thing. It was, uh, you know, let's uh, extend the zip zap of the mama. You and know, like the relationship, yeah, yeah, and you can see the relationship that they had between, um, between John Connor and his mom. Uh, you also are given the information that um, the mom and dad of John Connor are going through some issues. They're trying to yeah. solve them, but they're they're having some relationship issues. So you know, Doctor Green apparently just not being able to get it on with the the mama because they're having relationship issues. Probably because the mom realizes that she's way prettier than Doctor Green, and Doctor Green realizes he gets paid way more than she does. Uh, but uh, so what we have here then is uh, John Connor goes to move back home. With, uh, you know, and just in case anybody is wondering, it's it's John Connor is Edward Furlong. So we're just, we're doing that one. I don't even remember what his name was in how this do you, one. How do you not know who people, Edward Furlong is? People or may who not. John Connor It's is. 1994. If you didn't grow up during that period of time, you may not know it. Plus, technically, there's no John Connor anymore. John Connor was the weird fleshy-lipped guy in the last one. And before that, he was uh, Christian Bale. True. Yeah, you may not recognize him as that one. But... Uh, we do have Edward Furlong, uh, doing his, just, he's not acting, you know, and I, I keep forgetting that he did that a lot because I remember him in brain scan. This is pretty much the same character. Uh, well, he's, he's very, um, dry. He is, he is a young (laughs) Ethan Hawke. Like that's what he's trying to do. Or, or he's really getting kind of a, a Willard version, you know, with what's, what's the guy who, uh. Played Marty McFly's Chris, dad. Uh, Crispin Clover? Yeah, Crispin Glover. Uh, so, yeah. it's was Clover. Glover. Crispin Clover. I thought it was Clover. Oh, well. Anyways, yeah, that guy. So, um, so he ends up moving back to apparently where both the mom and the dad came from, which is Lud- Ludlow? Glover. Ludlow. Ludlow. Uh, which is where the uh, original pet cemetery came from. Oh, it is Glover. Um, my mistake. So... Anyways, they go back to Ludlow. That's where um, the mom ends up being buried. Um, it's at this point that we meet Clancy Brown's character, who is the sheriff, is a total freaking douchebag. 
walks up to is like, ah, you know, I remember her. We used to be going out. The funniest thing in this one is that Clancy Brown is really trying hard to do like a New England accent. Meanwhile, nobody else is being able to do it. Uh-uh. He, like, seriously, like, not even, so, uh, you know, and you kind of think of it, okay, so Dr. Green's not doing it. Somehow, let's just assume that he didn't have one. Uh, he didn't have the accent because he's not from around there or something. Like, he moved and she wouldn't have the accent either because yeah, she's, she's an actress. Yeah, she's you know, an actress. That kind of thing. Edward Furlong wouldn't have it because he lived around uh, LA, for too, LA long. for too long. But the chubby kid doesn't have one. The, uh, the Butnik kid doesn't have one the mom, uh, doesn't, the mom doesn't have one. nobody else except for clancy brown yeah. is trying to affect <laughs> this new england accent which is so weird because at least you know the other person who did it was uh you know herman munster in the last one he yeah. thickened that one up like crazy yeah he sure did uh, you know but so so let's get back to it uh we do have uh edward furlong being all mopey at the uh the funeral uh, we see them moving into their new house. We get introduced to their, uh, their new house, like woman. What is it? Housekeeper? Housekeeper. Yeah, she's Marjorie. a housekeeper. She's a young 20 something year old. Of course, she's beautiful. I assume she was trying to like create a, there, I, you know. She looks like the mom. Was that like, what it was? Cause she had red hair. Just like blonde. the mom. It she was, was like strawberry blonde. It was super blonde. Either way, she looked like the mom. Yeah. How do you argue with I'm me? I'm just saying. She, she like, I get that she was trying to be the mom, but she was looking straight up. Like, she, like I don't, I think there was supposed to be some kind of tension there, but Dr. Green was just like, I ain't having none of this. Look, I, you know, the woman I was banging, you know, up until a couple of weeks ago, you know, and then she like knocked me to the side and we didn't know if we were going to get back together. And then she died was way hotter than you. So I'm sorry. I'm still having that. Like I'm, I'm had filet mignon. I don't really feel like a McBurger right now. Oh my God. Like, cause that's what this girl is. Uh, she's yeah. A she's, she's trying. And, uh, that's when we're also introduced to Butnick, uh, cause Edward Furlong, uh, goes so they they we see that the dad is a veterinarian he's opening up a practice back in ludlow uh he's taking it over from this guy named yolander yolander yeah yeah who uh was the guy who was there previously uh in the back of the old creepy kennels, kennels uh is a box of kittens. kittens and a cat and the cat scares the crap out of edward furlong and he tells his dad hey i'll uh uh, or, you know, can I take one of these kittens? And the dad's like, yeah, sure. I'll tell you what, you clean up the kennels and you can keep the kitten. And he's like, okay, cool. I can do that. So the, they're they're trying to build their relationship. Yeah. The funniest thing to me was the fact that Edward Furlong was laughing at the cat jump scare. And I, I was like, okay, good. We had a cat jump scare. And even the characters realized how silly that was. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just like, oh, man, a bunch of furballs scared me. Oh, my God. Uh, so he, for some reason, uh, Edward Furlong takes the cat to school with him. Uh, meanwhile, we get just the worst bully ever. Oh my god, he's such a douchebag. This this guy though, this actor, I'm not a big fan of because he just, you know what? I guess he plays the douchebag so well that it is so easy not to like him. <laughs> you know who he looked like to me was the guy who was in that dumb movie where at the very beginning Vitamin C sings the song. It's 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 that guy. You know he's uh, or God, I'm gonna have to find him. Hold on, let me look on. Look on IMDb. Drive me but, insane. So, well, John's doing that. So, um, you meet the bully, who is a total and complete fucking asshole. He was also at um, his mom's funeral. Um, that's whenever we first see him. And he has this stupid little earring on with a cross. He's got multiple punctures in that ear as like a 12-year-old or 
something like uh, that? I don't know what the just, hell was happening he's there. A, he's a little douchebag. It was so, weird. So uh, he proceeds to give um, Edward Furlong issues with his cat. He takes the cat and then runs off with him. And, like, Edward Furlong has to chase him, but... He, he takes, he, he, he's riding his bike. Him and his little bike gang are all riding their bikes. They have this, they have this kitten. They're torturing the fucking kitten. Me and John, I, I'm glad I've seen it recently. Cause John's like, oh my God, is the kitten going to die? I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. So John's worried about the kitten. It's just this whole, this whole mess. Um, they end up taking him to, of course, the pet cemetery. So we pass the, um, Oh gosh, what's their name? Not church. The Creed House. The Creed House. Yes. So we passed the Creed House. Behind the Creed House is the pet cemetery. Um, Edward Furlong gets there with enough time to see one of the douchebags coming back from the pet cemetery. And the guy says, Oh, I'm really sorry about your cat. You know, he was struggling and, you know, he just got his little head caught in the gear or, you know, the spokes of my tire. So, you know, whatever pieces are left of him are there in the pet cemetery. It just went it like, it's like, whoa, dude, come on, man. He's just like, such a douche. And he's like, God. you know, you know, maybe, maybe if you uh, bury your mom up there, she'll come back if you pray real hard. It's like unnecessary this seems like like odd like to to the nth degree like this my my biggest issue was it didn't make any sense to me because it seemed like the guy like had done something to him yeah like and it just it wasn't there like and the problem is is edward furlong is just like you know angrily looking at people from under his like long crispin yeah the crispin glover hair down in the head he's gonna willard you or something like that is that the guy from honey i shrunk the kids he is uh the kid from honey i shrunk the kids yes really yes he's also the best friend from big Hmm. that was the one that was screwing me up that was so that's the the bad guy the bad kid but i he didn't do anything after that so man um we then have him go in they go in they pick up the the uh the the kitten well the, he goes to pick up the kitten in the yeah. graveyard um and he finds him in this a bird, a bird cage. cage yeah because yeah. you know there's like all kinds of like weird tombstones and stuff like that in there but they're not tombstones they're like memorabilia from their from their pets it's it's the like comparative to the first one and the remake one because that's the best way to do it is this one has a lot less character for the uh, the actual cemetery the pet cemetery part of pet cemetery yeah there just wasn't a whole lot of stuff in there the one thing that we also forgot is that we were introduced to the chunky kid and um everybody else and the zowie who is oh, the, yes. the main issue because uh uh she uh zowie uh, well zowie the boy because he's always a boy all right well zowie's a dog uh, and uh, that one had apparently been attacking Clancy Brown's uh, chicken, or not chicken, uh, rabbit, rabbit coop. Try to get into my rabbit cage. You know, that uh, they ganged up on him. That'll land him. You know, that kind of thing. It was so weird. So they, so they scratched his, they scratched his eye. Yeah. Um, and that's how, um, that's how we meet Clancy Brown, who is. Well, that's not that how we meet him. The, well, yeah. It's, but it's when it, we it's, get his creepiest line, well, which is so funny because it's not even. Like even after he's trans, he's changed out. He's not that creepy. He's not as creepy and douchey as he is when he's talking to Edward Furlong about his mom. Yeah, he's extremely, extremely douchey. He's like, hey, hey, do you know I, uh, I uh, Drew, to... Drew, right? Yeah. Is his name Drew or no? Drew's the little fat Drew's, boy. Yeah. So it's like, remember, I used to bang your mom. You know, it's like, ah. Uh, he's like, I mm, went steady with your mom. I for, mean, for years. For years. Yeah. A prom, home, homecoming, and. Then she just left. Ah, yeah. That was a long time ago. As he looks at his dad, who's trying to fix this boy's dog, he's just uh, 
Clancy Brown says, and I, I just I love the movie. look on his face, like you know, because he's he's telling like Doctor Green is like he's trying to do the douchebag thing, you know, in front of Doctor Green as Doctor Green's doing the shit, and I I just I saw it, and I was going like you know. Couldn't you have waited until after the the finish the examination? Because now Doctor Green's gonna charge you. Yeah, five hundred dollars yeah, for your dog. There you go. Boom. Done. Uh, but uh, that doesn't happen. No, we switch now. So uh, Edward Furlong's got his cat. His back. kitten back. Yeah. Um, and then. Then the dog goes after the rabbits, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so because it's... this is whenever uh, Drew, the chunky kid, uh, makes friends with Edward Furlong. Mm-hmm. Um, they proceed to get on out of there. You see how awful um, Drew's life is with Clancy Brown as his stepfather. And you know, this, the thing was was he wasn't. Yes, he was douchey on other things, but he wasn't being an asshole, except for like saying some weird shit. Like, to Drew at that point. So, like, there wasn't a whole lot of terror for, like, you know, it's... Uh, I didn't think it was that douchey. Now, he was douchey when he was dealing with other people, but he wasn't being a complete asshole to Drew, except for the, the part where he's like, you uh, you keep spouting that, hey, I'll I'll shove it, shove it back down your throat. You know, it's just like, what the fuck does that... Hey... What are you talking about, man? He was he was douchey. It was obvious that he was that he was verbally well, it's, abusive. It's obviously that they were doing that, but they and he did call him like a fat ass and all this other kind of stuff. But he wasn't menacing to the child enough for me. You know that was my big issue. I'm sorry, verbal abuse is not it, it just wasn't like a like a straight up like no. Kid knows he's chunky. I mean, I don't know what what does he think he's gonna do? Oh yeah, you're really hurting my feelings there. You know, at least I'm not a. You know, sheriff of a dead end town. The only thing that I, you know, people like me for was the fact that I used to date the girl who died recently. Either way, so yeah. that happens, um, and then it ends up getting worse because Zoe ends up getting um, jumping, yeah. jumping on the rabbit cages, which Clancy Brown has now electrified. So it shocks Zoe. Zoe, you know, cries out in pain, and then that wakes up Clancy Brown. He runs outside with a rifle and shoots the dog. I don't know why that happened. Because, you know, being verbally abusive isn't enough to that, make him a bad guy. Well, no, that that went from like eight, like that's like, oh, okay, that's kind of douchey to like, this is fucking from insane. Being a fucking crazy person, regardless. So he shoots the dog. Um, Drew goes in search of Zoe, who is now dying in the, in the forest. Super sad scene. He sits there and he, he holds the dog until she dies. And then the next day, Edward Furlong's like, hey, man, I didn't see you at the thing. So, uh, I, did, I had to bury my dog. My dog or, died. Yeah, Can my, you help me bury him? He goes, Gus, Gus shot Zoe. Can you help me bury him? And he's like, yeah, let me, I'll go get a shovel. So yeah. they take him to, well, Edward, Edward Furlong thought they were taking him to the pet cemetery. They weren't. They were taking him to the Indian burial, burial ground. The pet cemetery, pet cemetery. Yeah. So <laughs> they take him up there. And, you know, uh, Drew is telling him the entire thing with it. Edward Furlong thinks it's bullshit. Um, he says, look, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But let me try it. You got to promise me that, you, you know, you won't tell nobody about it if it doesn't work. And he says, okay, I won't tell anybody. So Drew starts to bury the hole because, of course, you get to bury your own. So he digs the hole, puts Zoe in, puts the rocks on top of it, and proceeds to walk home. This is wherever Clancy Brown comes out of the... You know, or he he's driving in his sheriff's vehicle and sees Drew walking, pulls up next to Drew and is just a complete fucking asshole and says, your mom was worried. You didn't show up to school at all. I buried my dog. And he's like, 
well, things like that happened, you know. We all have, we all, yeah, we all have lessons to learn. I was just like, you're not above such them. Such a douchey thing to say. Like, that was a douche thing. He's, like that was like, okay, now you're just was, being a straight out douche. He was straight up douchey the entire time. He's like, you know, you're not above them. I'm not above them. Like, get in the car so I, I can take all. you home. Yeah. So uh, they go home. The mom's pissed, uh, and then later on, uh, they go to sleep. Uh, then Zoe wakes everybody up by, he just attacks the, uh, the rabbit shed again. And then the... Or he hears, like, jingling. Because yeah. he doesn't really mess with the rabbit shed. He's trying to get their attention. So you I hear, like, the jingling. To... I don't I think... he was going for it. I don't think that happens yet. I think he was going for it. We, we don't really see too much until later on. I think he goes after the... Because he was pissed off about the rabbits. Uh, and then that's when they come outside. It's like, you had to, uh, bury a dog. That's some bullshit. You know, yeah. you're grounded too, mister. And then you look down and here's Zoe with red eyes smiling at that. That was such a creepy way. Covered to do it. in dirt and too. blood. Yeah, yeah. Co- like covered in dirt and blood, and uh, the wound is still there. Like so. The the interesting thing is is that if you look at the scene right when the dog is walking in, it has like they put a dribbly bit. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like drip. They, they like a. Uh, it was like a, a loop of intestine yeah. that they had like flopped out. And then they were, I think they were like, oh wait, that's way too much shit. Like every, anybody seeing that would obviously know that this isn't going to work. And then yeah. they were like, oh quick, take that off. Just um, put a little flappy gross bit on it to make yeah. it look like it got shot. They uh, call up uh, Dr. Green, take care of the doggo. Uh, Dr. Green is really concerned about it because the dog isn't, uh, doesn't have a heartbeat. So he takes it to the kennel. Uh, and then he sends blood out uh, from uh, there. Yeah. Guess, yeah. So he sends out blood work to see what the hell's going on. Yep. Because this dog's heartbeat is very, very low. Obviously, he's so low I can't even hear it. Yeah. Um, both Edward Furlong and Drew know what the hell happened. They just brought their dead dog back to life. They're really creeped out by it. Uh, and then it becomes Halloween. Yep. So Halloween happens. Dun dun dun. Everything's so, okay so far. This is a Halloween movie. So if you feel like watching it during a Halloween marathon, uh, go ahead because Halloween takes place in it. It's uh, as Christmassy, or it's it's as Halloweeny as Die Hard is Christmassy. Yeah, you know because Halloween is happening. Yep. So um, Drew gets all dressed up. He's in a little vampire costume. Um, he and uh, he and Edward Furlong are going to go to the pet cemetery for their, I guess, to go join the asshole people. Well, I think so. For Halloween. To me, the best way I can understand it is that there are so few kids in this this town that the only way that they can go do anything that's like the big group thing is to go wherever that asshole is. And they do. They go over to the pet cemetery, the actual pet cemetery of the pet cemetery. And the Uh, asshole kid scares the shit out of Edward Furlong with a big ass dummy. uh, Yeah, it was supposed to be his mom and it, it looked like her. I guess I it was the it, thing. It, it, well, it didn't look like her after he pulled it off of no, him, but, but Edward Furlong's been having freakouts, so here we go. Yeah, so I mean, he obviously he thinks it's his mom. He's screaming. All the little asshole kids are laughing at him. He he, you know, tells him to fuck off. Which Edward Furlong always stands up for himself, which I'm really glad about because that needs to be that needs to be a thing. Like wherever you know, people stand up for themselves more than just get the shit beaten out of them by bullies and all that stuff. Well, honest to God, I think that was a thing that happened a lot more in the 90s. And I, it, maybe it's the cyber, maybe people are pussies now or something like that. But, you know, people yell at you. They used to get, you used to get in fucking people's faces. 
Because you saw that nine times out of ten, if you got into their face, it, it they would shut them off. down. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what happened whenever I got in a fight in middle school. This girl tried to start something, and I was like, bitch, let's go. And she was like, Mah. Yeah. Well, never mind. Whatever. Okay. So. Sorry. Getting Sorry. back to it. Uh, <laughs> Clancy Brown gets pissed off about the fact that uh, Drew is not at home because he was grounded. Runs out to the pet cemetery, starts yelling at Drew, and he's going to bash his brains in. Because Drew t- decided to take a swipe at him, and it was like, it was such a, I'm like, that that chunky little fist did zero, I mean, it was he like tried, getting hit by so a marshmallow. And then, what does Classy Brown do? He grabs a hold of a cross. Like a thick cross. Like, and he's gonna like hit him in the face, and I was just like, okay, explain how that's gonna work out. Thankfully, we didn't have to find out, because Zoe tears his throat out. And then walks into the distance or something. Walks into the darkness, staring Uh, at them with the beady red eyes. At this point, they decide for some reason to go ahead and bury... uh, Bury Gus. Gus. Bury Clancy Brown. Yeah, and I I didn't understand that because that that absolutely made zero sense to me. So in Kid kid Thought, they thought it was their fault. Yeah, that they were going to get in trouble with it. So they're like, oh, we can bring him back to life. Let's bury him in the pet cemetery. When as as an adult... You know, full and damn well that nobody would have done anything because that was an obvious animal attack. Yeah, that was clearly an animal attack. I don't understand what your yeah, problem is. Yeah, so obviously. My thing was, was the fact that they probably could have just walked away from it and he would have been torched. Or after that, because somebody had thrown a... a, a like Gasoline a, thing. Something, yeah. Like lighter fluid. They had lighter fluid. They <laughs> were trying to pour it on stuff. It was fucking weird. And then... But, uh, you know, the, you could have just walked away and just... I didn't see shit, Captain. But uh, that was my, my biggest problem. You had to lug his ass up over that deadfall. Yeah. Which is a lot more spoopy this time around. So I, I will say that, you know, even though the pet cemetery part of the, the area looks like shit, at least the deadfall looks a little bit more intimidating. And then they take, <laughs> they have to take Clancy Brown's like six foot four ass. God, I'm up sure those, he was heavy. You know, and then they, of course, Dr. Green's getting pissed off at, at Edward Furlong at the end of it. It's like, where were you? He's like, dad, I'm just tired. Can we talk about this tomorrow? And I would have been like. And, and Dr. Green doesn't know what the hell to do because he's just like. uh, Yeah, we'll talk about this in the morning. And he goes, oh, oh, okay, sounds good. And then he just goes to his bed. And I think he doesn't know what to do because he's probably expecting like resistance, maybe some fighting, like some being defensive. Whenever Edward Furlong was really just trying to bury this guy's stepdad. Yeah. Because he died. We do get uh, a weird dream uh, sequence with uh, Edward Furlong having Clancy Brown stare at him through a window, which is terrifying in general. Uh, not even if Clancy Brown was dead. I'd just be freaked out if he was like, ha, 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 ha. I'd be like, ah. yeah. It's like like if you open a door and Willem Dafoe is there, and he's just like, hi, I'm Willem Dafoe. You'd just be like, ah. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, but uh, so then we switch over to Drew's house where, so in the the first movie, and at least I think in the uh, the like the book it, it took him a while right to resurrect like apparently now it's like instant it's, it, like yeah, pop. It's, it's yeah it's instantaneous it's like a, like an hour max yeah because then like you know drew wakes up and boom gus is there he's like hey i found, found my, my keys. keys and he's got like the blood all over the damn place and yeah he has like, like the, the big like uh he has like a big like open gaping wound and it, it looks gross, yeah. and he's all dirty and grimy, and he, he goes upstairs, he falls up the stairs and goes, <laughs> he which was, is kind of funny. He was zoned out, like, the whole time, so it it's it's less that he's evil and more that he's drunk. 
yeah. and he starts getting like dressed or he was going to take a shower and then the mom was just like come to bed sweetheart and then uh he's like gus oh. jumps her yeah that was uh, awkward well my it's, like it's awkward part. for several different reasons because my issue is, is how did that even work he doesn't have a heartbeat yeah, uh, it's not necessarily. That, it's like yeah. how vampires, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, is it, how did uh, Edward ha- sleep with Bella? He couldn't have. They don't have heartbeats. They're cold. There's no, there's no blood pumping. So um, it doesn't make any sense. That and he's stinky and he's dirty. And she just put up with that thing. Although I really would have liked it if she was a little bit more disheveled, like all the time, like after that. But we only see her. Like well, she's still obviously, like, upset. Kind of. But she's, you know, it would have been more interesting to see her, like, uh, the, uh, the, the, she was, like, St. Germain or whatever her name is. The girl from, uh, she was in The Stand. And uh, right after um, the the devil slept with her, she was all, like, her, all of her hair was white. And she was all, like, messed up. Well, this isn't the devil. It's just I know, but it's still zombie. an undead zombie. Who somehow was able to, you know, get it up. I don't know how that worked. So anyways, we're moving past this. So all that, all that happens. Uh, maybe it's a pet cemetery thing. Maybe it's a, it can raise a lot of things. From... That's gross. So <laughs> all that happens. The next day, um, Drew is telling Edward Furlong about how Gus is actually a pretty nice guy. Like he came downstairs and gave him extra pancakes. and He, he was super cool. He asked if Edward Furlong could come over and he said, yeah, sure. So maybe they're starting to become a real family now. Yeah. And that's, yeah, so at this point then, uh, they, so they were on this gigantic, I guess it was like a logging road. It was huge. And then they're like, okay, well, I'll see you later. And, uh, you know, Chunky Boy's like that. And then, uh, I guess I should call him Drew. Drew and uh, Edward Furlong split up. Well, unfortunately, here comes Butnick. And uh, he drives up uh, on oh, Edward Furlong. Yeah, that was exactly where it was, right? No, because he didn't show up until after he spent the okay. night at, at um, Drew's house. Okay. Well, then what happened now? Something. Oh, so you don't remember. So, um, is this the part with Dr. Green getting the lab results back and then the kittens? Could be. Let's we'll see. just go with that. Yeah. Dr. Green gets the lab results back. The uh, the guy who he sent the lab results to was pissed off uh, because uh, he's like, you, you had to send me stuff from a dead animal? What the hell? And he's just like, what are you talking about? It wasn't a dead animal. And these two people come in and it's like, oh, we saw that you had a free kitten sign up there. Three. Okay. There was the two, uh, the, the twins, twins and, and the, the, mom. the mom. All right. So <laughs> at that point, then they go into the back with the kennels. And uh, that's when we see that Zoe has indeed busted out, even though we saw that earlier. But in the process of busting out, Zoe ate the two or three kittens that were left over. And uh, now we have... Uh, Two twins who are, you know, psychically starred for she, life. Yeah, yeah, traumatized for life. Uh, it's at that point then we get the uh, the the weird, he's like, I'm going to go talk to Yolander yes. and find out what, what the hell happened. So he yeah. goes and he finds the vet from the previous part. And apparently that vet uh, also took care of Church uh, from the first movie. Because kind of that's ex- the blood that he sent that was dead, remember? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and yes, it was, it was was interesting to see that, but he's apparently quit and became a taxidermist. And uh, the taxiderming that he does apparently has all the animals smiling or something like that. Oh, I don't so remember weird. what the hell was happening. Yeah, there. it was weird. It was <laughs> it was really weird. He's like ha 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 ha. 
so he so uh he tells he tells um dr green basically to get the fuck out of there like leave the town just leave the town it's it's you know leave while you can yeah so, he did he did go through a thing where he's like when tasha ya got killed for the second time and it was like uh okay i guess you were there for finding that out yeah i guess so you know and I, my big issue is that we never find out what happened to uh to what's his name uh I, well he dies the guy from time trackers the husband yeah yeah he dies creed yes okay yeah because they said because they said he died okay. she died because remember they were telling the story that's in the right and then the, and then the, the little girl their daughter up the, which i'm like why did that little girl hack up the grandparents I don't like, know. That's such an odd, like... Because she had, like, a psychic link with them, didn't she? Like, that's how she knew something. about stuff. And I, my assumption at this point, then, is that nothing really actually happened on that, and they just... They just tried to close it up? He was just trying to write something. He was like, he, not, he, like, the, the... Because it was Budnick who was telling that story. Yeah. So, that was interesting. Anyway, um, after that point is when we have... The dinner. The dinner. Yeah, whenever Edward Furlong, Edward Furlong goes, goes over. over to Gus's house uh, <laughs> with uh, Drew being over there so uh clancy brown is there and just being weird so clancy weird. brown was just like, like chewing with his mouth open like eating right out of the bowls and it was just awkward for everybody and the mom was pissed because you know she had just been raped which is awful and was just done like she was just done my big issue was clancy brown's neck was gooping out like there was just like white pus, pus and shit <laughs> and the fact that nobody was seeing that i just uh, there's an issue at that point uh, but at this point, uh, they uh, Zoe shows back up or something. Like, what um, well, they see so right before they actually go to his to his house, um, they find um, Edward Furlong's uh, Doctor Green comes to the school, tells them, "Hey, you know uh, Zoe's missing, but there's something wrong with Zoe. So if you see them, t- if you see Zoe tonight, I need you to call me like right away. I don't care what time it is." So I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, okay. So <clears throat> so that happens, and then. They go to Clancy Brown's house. Nothing nothing happens. Clancy Brown is like tearing rabbits apart, which was weird. Yeah, and then cooking them for dinner. Which I, again, zombies, hungry? Uh, whatever. Move along. Yeah, uh, so that happens. And then I think Butnik, the whole Butnik thing happens. Okay, so at that point then, uh, I guess he's leaving the house then. Edward Furlong is leaving the house to, you to know. To go back home? Yeah, and then Drew is there, and then they, they decide to split up, and that's when Butnik comes up on his little, like, motorcycle. Uh, Butnik beats hell out of uh, Edward, Edward Furlong. Furlong by grabbing a hold of his handlebar and dragging him off into the dirt. Uh, then he's like holding Edward Furlong's face, and he's like, "I'm gonna shove your face against the the tire." You know, you ever seen a nose get taken off by a tire? <laughs> and that's when Clancy Brown shows up, grabs a hold of Butnik uh, by the kinky Doctor Who scarf the by kids scarf, is wearing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, at that point, he's like, "He tells Edward Furlong to get the fuck out of there." Yeah. And Edward Furlong gets the fuck out of there. Uh, at that point. Uh, the, uh, Butnik is really trying hard to explain that he didn't do nothing and you can't touch me and all that stuff. Clancy Brown beats the shit out of him, knocks him on the ground, grabs a hold of the, uh, the motorcycle and then starts playing with it, rubbing it at his face. He's like, I'm just fucking around, you know, nothing's bad here. Well, unfortunately it, uh, grabs a hold of the, uh. His scarf. The kinky scarf and then zips, uh, the, uh. Zips his face right into the fucking wheel. He's like, oops. This is the only thing that Clancy Brown and says. And then he keeps revving the engine to keep hitting his face against it. Yep. 
Uh, Probably one of the most satisfying kills of this movie. Unfortunately, Drew saw that, so he's like, time to leave. He hauls ass uh, home. home. Mm -hmm. That's when Zoe is in there, and he's, you know, the dog is like barking at him. And then for some reason, I don't know how he did it, probably Zombo magic. Uh, Clancy Clancy Brown Brown ninjas his fucking way into the house, into a locked house. There's a a decent chase scene at this point where the, the, you know, Drew is is trying his damnedest to get the hell out of there, which he does do finally by going through a picture window up the, uh, on uh, the second story, then crawling down a thing on the the side of the house. Which luckily his mom was coming home. Yeah. So he's like, mom, mom, he's going crazy. He killed the other douchebag. So it's time. We got to go. We got to go right now. And she's just like, what the fuck? I don't even know what you're talking. And then Clancy Brown jumps on the hood of their car with a hammer. And that's when she's like, holy shit. And she hauls the fuck out of there. Uh, they drive on for a good chunk of time until... Clancy Brown is in his little sheriff's bronco and catches up to them. Yep. Uh, he is able to nudge them from the... Uh, he's he's driving in the... the emergency uh, lane, right? Not even the emergency lane, because there's no lane. emergency lane. It's, or, it's on the, yeah. the side of the road. Yeah. So he's driving on the right-hand side of the... Or he's, he's driving behind him. Uh, so his car is on their passenger side. Uh, in like the the strip on the side of the road, uh, he then nudges the mom. The mom is sitting there just dealing with it, not like not trying like to do on her anything, or anything. Mo- not ex- speeding up, not slowing down. Uh, and here comes a truck from the other side, and that's when Clancy Brown goes into his his dastardly maneuver, which is bump them directly into the car, which works. Uh, and it, they get killed, like bad killed. And then the potatoes that the truck was carrying <laughs> fall all on them. Therefore, dead. Crushing them with potatoes. It was a potato kill. At this point, we have a, a there has to be a time jump at this point because we... It was a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's when we find out that they, they died. Uh, that Clancy Brown apparently was there at the funeral. The funeral. Edward Furlong is upstairs being creepy. And he's, like, putting his mom's clothes out everywhere. Uh, Marjorie is runs upstairs, and she's just like, Oh, my God, Dr. Green, the, the caretaker at your at the... The funeral, funeral or, or the is, cemetery. Cemetery is uh, it's calling for you. It's an emergency. It's about your wife's grave. Yeah, Dr. Green goes down there. Edward Furlong is being creepy. Dr. Green says, Hey, Marjorie, watch Edward Furlong. He gonna be creepy. Uh, she f- immediately falls a fucking sleep. On the couch. On the couch. Uh, they, uh, we have Dr. Green meet up at the cemetery. The wife is gone. And he's like, Drew, uh, I I don't understand Gus. So, uh, Clancy Brown done stole your wife. I didn't understand it. He had to exhume papers, everything like that. But, uh, oh, Lordy, just took him out there. Yep, he, he took out your wife's body. I don't know where that was and... going, but like, that, was, that <laughs> accent was going all over the place. He took, but, your, he took your wife's body, and then he, yeah. he drove right through Amanda and Drew's headstones. That's the worst thing I've ever seen, yeah. Since, uh, since the Creed, the Creed man took his boy. Yeah, so they keep bringing up the Creed thing. I'm like... I think you should have known about this. I think you should have done a little bit of research. You think that they would put up like giant like cement barriers to keep cars from you You know taking off with bodies. You think they would just have like a a shorthand for this thing whenever they're like, Oh, we got a creed situation. Looks like somebody put somebody up in that old McMac burial ground. We you, gotta go ahead and kill him again. It, you would think they would blow up the old Mac, McMac burial ground. McMac, or something. Give it a dog give bone. Uh, something like that. Or just set it on fire. 
You know, Something. but they don't. Uh, they don't. They just leave it up there. Like, maybe eh. it's because the ground is sour. It was a fluke. It only happened once. It's not gonna happen. It again. only happened like you know half a dozen times in the the remake with the the cow. Yeah, the cow thing was weird. The cow was weird. Somebody yeah. dragged that cow up. That uh, anyway, skipping. Uh, yeah. So at this point, we have uh, the <laughs> Edward Furlong is doing this weird dream walky thing where he ends up on the barrel ground. He buries the mom. Because Clancy Brown is there, and he's like, you got to bury your own. We, you, we bury our own here. And he's just like, okay, cool, I'll do that. Yep, so he buries his mama, and yeah, then it's you see... So, uh, at this point, that's when Dr. Green goes over to Clancy, Clancy Brown's, Brown's house. Yeah. So as soon as Clancy Brown was done saying that, he basically went back to his house. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, just... just just transported right back to his house. So uh, Dr. Green comes in. Uh, as Pulls soon as he opens the do- the car door, Zoe wastes no fucking time with people. She just j- went straight for the neck. Yeah. And just the dog loves going for the neck. And it was so funny because Dr. Green's like coming up and he's he's like, he's checking his gun and he's standing there. And it's, it's, it's not a small gun. This yeah, is a, this a, a hand gun. cannon. Yeah. And uh, boom, the dog comes out of nowhere, tears a chunk out of his shoulder. And, and then, then runs away. Yeah, and he's like, Jenner. So, no, no, he doesn't run away yet because he shoots him. So, he, oh, yeah, so right. Dr. Green he actually does, dog. he does get, a few, I think, three shots. He gets one shot on that one. Then he goes back and he does the three shots later. But that was for Clancy Brown. Well, that was, yes. But he, he only gets the dog once. Okay, okay. Well, he, so I he think. shoots the dog. He shoots the dog. The dog, Zoe, you know, falls down, limps into the house, and I guess proceeds to die yes. in the house, which I didn't, I, I never caught the first time I watched it. But yeah, so Zoe dies. Um, Funny, funniest joke, one of the funniest jokes in the movie, is uh, Dr. Green goes inside the house and sees Clancy Brown. He's like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, and then he looks down at the dead Zoe and goes, well, I was making a doggy door. I was building a doggy door. So the house has gone, and so this is is closer to me, uh, what we got the explanation for in the remake, which is uh, the things that come back, even though they're they're evil, yes, uh, they are insane. Because uh, we didn't see that happening with Tashiar or the little kid in the last one. Uh, they were, they just were evil. Yeah, they were straight up evil. And they had, like, the connection to the evil force, which allowed them to do, like, mimics of voices and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, uh, we we see inside of Clancy Brown's house, everything is upturned. We got all the crosses upside down. There's just garbage all over the place. There's dead rabbits hanging from the ceiling. There's a fire in one of the, the rooms and behind it. Uh, and it's just just covered in shit, like all over the place. Yeah. So that was kind of an interesting setup. We do have this really good cut, like fight scene with uh, Clancy Brown and and Doctor Green having to fight each other. Uh, Clancy Brown actually does this fucked up thing where he rubs, uh, he runs a uh, a drill because he's making a drill. I don't know why he had a drill bit. Because he was make making a, do- a doggy door. To, what kind of like <laughs> doggy door are you doing the drill part for? But he, he drills into Dr. Green's arm, then he's going to go into his head. Uh, Dr. Green is able to knock things around. He has to pick up his gun because Clancy Brown de-gunified him earlier. Uh, and he has to slap a bullet into it, too, because Clancy Brown, say what you will, uh, did have the correct thing where he emptied the, he the sure cylinder did. for that one. He sure did. Uh, they, uh, he, Dr. Green is popping, like he's pulling the trigger repeatedly. Clancy Brown is laughing at him because he's only got one bullet in oh. there. Oh, but he asked him, though. He's like, why did you dig up my wife? He goes, because I wanted a fucker. Yeah, that was pretty good, too. During the fight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then uh, Dr. Green, uh, finally, finally, after like the fourth or fifth pull, where t- uh, Clancy Brown is just laughing, just laughing the whole time. It finally blows out Clancy Brown's head. Yep, just blows a big old head and hold in the back of his head. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. 
It's like, yeah. And then he like, he's like, what? Stumbling around. And then he does like this little circle spin thing. And then he pulls something down on top of him. It was very, uh, very dramatic. Yeah. And then at that point, Dr. Green starts walking outside. Then he walks back into the house. And then we hear him unload a couple more shots onto Clancy Brown. (laughs) Which, who could blame him? Probably one of the smartest things ever. And, uh, cause you know, you always have that issue where they don't, they don't, you know, shoot them quite enough. They don't double tap. No. In this case, he triple tap. At this point, we go back to the house with Marjorie, the housekeeper, uh, who goes upstairs. Well, she had been uh, admiring a dress that Edward Furlong's mother had worn to the Emmys Emmys or something like that. And apparently she put it on and she's looking at stuff on her, her, uh, like, you know, like this weird vanity that got set up. Yeah, it's a vanity. Uh, And then uh, apparently the mom is there. She's just like. Marjorie, did you ever think you could be like me? And then she no more wire hangers ever. That girl by slashing her in the face with the which we actually don't see yet. We do see her break apart the mirror. Yes, and we see her pull her head back like she's gonna slit her throat or something. Mm-hmm. But that's it. So it cuts off right there. So we don't see anything about Marjorie for a couple of minutes. Yeah, we do switch down to Doctor Green coming home yes. at that point. Doctor Green comes home. He goes upstairs. Finds the uh, dead Marjorie, and then he looks over, and Edward Furlong is just being creepy with the mom, right? Yeah, like has his head on her on her chest, and he's just like, "Whatever, Dad. I brought Mom back to life. God, you suck. You and won't she... let me listen to any of my music." <laughs> and, and of course, you know the the Edward Furlong's mom is like. I'm back. You know, we can be a family again. We'll be perfect and blah, blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Get get out of here, Edward Furlong, says Dr. Green. And Edward Furlong starts getting up and going. And the mom's like, Mommy has to talk to Dr. Green. He's like, all right, cool. That's he, weird. She goes, I love you. And he goes, I love you more. And he didn't, I think the whole thing behind that is that he didn't actually tell her I love you yeah. at the beginning. So I think that was probably something that he had wanted to There's do. There's a lot of stuff that people wanted to do in this movie and they didn't do a very good job at. Because at this point, Edward Furlong opens up the door and there's Butnik all effed up in the face with an axe. Because uh, Clancy Brown decided to uh, put him up there in that pet cemetery. Yep. Brought him up with him himself, which I, uh, you know, again, very much reminds me of the uh, remake. Because, the Super Strength remake? Well, the the new one, yeah. Because they, they, they were doing the, uh, like, create more of us situation. Yes, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, which they did. And the mom knew that he was out there. So the mom's like, ha, 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 ha. And starts laughing because the douchebag is trying to kill her son. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dr. Green gets an axe to the face. Axe to the face. The axe butt to the face so yeah. he falls down he's he's out edward furlong is having to fight butnick the entire time butnick slashes a uh, electrical cable off the wall uh there's a good tussle butnick ends up on top of uh, uh edward furlong after he he de-axed him so he grabs a hold of a, a pair of ice, ice skates, skates yep. and is going to kill him but uh thankfully edward furlong grabs the uh cable uh and is able to shove it inside of uh, Butnick's mouth. Unfortunately, during this entire time, the mom has been running around, smashing shit, including perfume, and lighting that shit on fire. So the entire room is now catching on fire. Uh, this is bad uh, because the fire like leaks out. She jumps up on top of a uh, uh, like the the fainting couch or something like that. Well, because I think the electricity is what did it. Okay. So like, so she she, sees, she got spooked by yeah because right? she okay. sees the wire. Um, freaks out, jumps up on the bed because um, she doesn't want to get, you know, electrocuted again. Uh, the fire actually makes her face start to melt. Yeah, so at this point, uh, 
like Edward Furlong has to go pick up Dr. Green. Dr. Green is barely getting up. Uh, and it, then we see the mom whose face is going like, how dare you leave me? She looks a lot like Maniac Cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and so her face is bubbling up. And, and that was another thing that I was really disappointed by because I was just like, why is her face melting? I'm like, and knowing now why that would happen is is because i had a big issue with the fact that her face looked as pretty as it did but it makes sense because they would have had to put wax on the face to make it look better but nobody mentions that Mm -mm. there's not one word of dialogue and we could have had the but like the buttnik character do that or or he could they could even have dr green talking to marjorie or something or talking to whoever and just being like her face was so bad that they had to they had to use wax to cover the bad parts of it or something something but we don't and then her face is just melting for no reason uh and at this point she's screaming uh dad and son are able to flee uh the cat is is better yeah oh yeah she's screaming dead is better the whole time i'm like that's not how you use that (laughs) That's Dead not what it meant. Dead is better. So they get out of the house. Um, just in time. Yep. Um, it's at this point that we see uh, Edward Furlong's mom, who is now Bones. Oh, and yeah. Screaming. She's a laughing skeleton at this point. <laughs> and they have it on like a line or something. Because like, at one point it just kind of like. Yeah, it's like a stick and it just falls forward yeah, or something just like, like that. Huh. Like they have trouble controlling it. It's just like. Huh, huh, and, then, <laughs> and then it falls well, backwards. So it falls backwards. You see Edward Furlong and Dr. Green. They are now in front of the vet office, closing everything down. The cat is still alive. The little kitten. The little kitten is still alive. And we end the movie with a weird, you know what it reminds me of? It's a montage. It's it's the, the, this year, you know, in memorandum, remember all these people who died kind of situation? Yeah, it's a death montage. It even had the little circles, like the, these, these visuals of these little people, like circles of all the people who died. None of the animals. I I really would have expected Zoe to be in there. Yeah. uh, Just because Zoe was a big part of the movie. Yeah, she was the equivalent of church in this movie. Better church because she killed like, just kept going for people's necks. That was She sure did. She was like, I got you. I got you, motherfucker. Vice. Bam. Uh, and uh, that's how it ends. I, dang, uh, like I said, I had a a anxiety attack, and I think it's just because now I own pets. Like I, before, I owned pets, but but they weren't your pets. It well, was it was even then. I think it was just family pets, yeah. like family pets, you know. Yeah, but it was also because uh, I, I, you know, I was younger and I wasn't worried about them dying. It was just one of those things that I I never had to deal with don't, when I was much younger. Don't say you're worried about them dying. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, snuggle the hell out of them. In in a general kind of way, because you're you're young, you don't think of anybody dying. True. And this, that's you know the thing. This is a a TV show. It's not anything that's real, and neither is your animal dying and then you know now you know fucking 30 years later i've seen enough uh of my own pets dying that i'm like okay yeah that makes sense uh i didn't like edward furlong in this one though yeah his his acting was subpar you know he did better in brain scan he really did i'll get you to watch that he he did fantastic in terminator 2 this one was just he was the same character in terminator 2 though no no he had more way more emotion in terminator 2 he was a little blocky and he had the creepy he kept because he kept they kept putting him in the like a suit and tie so he looked like willard like the whole time he's willard and i'm just like what are you doing yeah it was it was goofy okay what do you rate it uh i'm gonna give this a five it's not terrible but it's five chewed up kittens out of ten it's not 
there's just nothing really here to hold you, but it's also like, it's not gonna just piss you off. Really anything like the best part about it is Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown went ape shit in this movie. He's the only person having fun and he had fun. He kurgan this motherfucker up like you wouldn't even freaking believe. What about you, hon? Um, I'll actually give it a six out of 10, um, Zoe shots. Zoe just shots of Zoe. Yeah. Just little shooters, little Zoe shooters. Yeah. Nom nom nom. <laughs> little, little little Zoe neck you know, bites. Yeah, we'll do Zoe neck bites. How there about you that? go. I was like, I meant shot like whenever he shoots her. Oh, okay. That was awful. Yeah. That was the. Uh, but but it's, yeah, I'll you, take neck bites. If you know, just kind of in in your head, if you haven't watched this one, you've been waiting, you wanted to hear what we were talking about it, which why? But just, if you do, and you have pets. Just kind of know what you're walking into. There's a lot of dead animals in this movie, which you know it's pet it's cemetery. Pet cemetery. You kind of expect yeah. that. Yeah, this is this is a fun movie. Obviously, I mean, I've watched it twice in the last you know couple of months. It it doesn't it doesn't hurt to watch it. It doesn't hurt to rewatch it. It's it's not going to be your top ten. No, this is a mid like mid Saturday sci-fi channel like network yeah. movie better than any sci-fi channel like direct movie this was a it's definitely a good movie it's it's you know silver bullet you know even though silver bullet i think had a lot more we we like that one a little bit better it's it's yeah. not as good silver bullet let's yeah. go ahead and go with that uh, but what about you? Did you like this movie? Did you hate this movie? Do you love the fact that uh, Clancy Brown was just losing his mind? Let us know. Reach out to us at esat3am at gmail.com, esat3am.com, or at esat3am on Facebook and Twitter, or even go to Anchor FM, type in everything scary at 3am, find us, and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Um, anything else? Uh... I had a recommendation. Can't remember what the hell it is. So we'll just have to get back to you next time. Alrighty. See you all next time. Yep. Then. See you soon. Later.